0: Dear friends in Christ Jesus, I extend you all a very warm welcome to you to this Eucharistic celebration on this Palm Sunday. And Jesus, the Palm Sunday is a celebration of Jesus' entry into Jerusalem. And Jesus rode on a donkey and he was entering into this city of Jerusalem. Riding on a donkey may be an unimportant thing for us, but for the people of Jerusalem it was so important because it was expected when the Messiah comes and he will be riding on a donkey. And this was when Jesus was entering, riding on a donkey, it was see the fulfillment of Prophet Zechariah. A priest was heading to church when he saw there was a donkey lying dead in the middle of his friend, lawn. Not knowing who else to call, he promptly called the local police station who said, good morning, this is Sergeant Jones. How might I help you? And he said, Hi, this is Father Jim. There is a donkey lying dead right in the middle of my friend lawn. S- Sergeant Jones, the police officer, considering himself to be quiet wit, he replied Well now Father, it is always my impression that you people took care of the lost rights. There was a dead silence on the line for a long moment before Father Jim replied, Oh, that's true, but we are also obliged to notify the next of kin. (laughs) Dear friends in Christ Jesus, Jesus rode on a donkey and they convey a very powerful message for us. This donkey was chosen by Jesus, and he sent his disciples to untie and bring them bring it to him. And before Jesus was sitting on the donkey, it was prepared for Jesus. They put the clock on it, and then Jesus mounted on it. Then the donkey carried Jesus into the crowd. and in the same way it's our duty that we are called by God, called by Jesus, and through our baptism, and to carry, to carry Jesus to the world, and we need to have a right preparation. And that's why we have been preparing all throughout this Lent, and we are now at the crucial time and preparing for Jesus' passion, death, and his resurrection. And now in the gospel today, we, the first reading and the gospel, we see there are many prophecies are fulfilled. And, and the crowd was shouting, uh, Hosanna, son of David, have mercy on us. And the crowd was singing and chanting and acclaiming Jesus. And who was in the crowd? Who was it shouting God in praise? And who was it waving branches and laying their cloaks on the ground in front of Jesus? And would it surprise you to hear there were the same people who make up and they make up today also the same people? And number one among, one among the crowd, and there was Judas, and Judas, we know him, he is one among the twelve, and the crowd also knew that he was the disciple of jesus and but in the heart of truly he was not the disciple of Jesus, and in the He has got some hidden agenda and he has got some hidden motive and apparently he looked to the world. He was a disciple of Jesus, one among the twelve. He was holding position among the twelve but in fact he was not true disciple. And in the same way in churches today all over the world and there are people, they are known as Christians and just like Judas was singing songs along with the crowd and chanting along with the crowd and they look to the world, they are Christians. And they go to church, they sing song and pray the prayers and they may hold some position in the church, but in fact, they are not truly disciples of Jesus. And number two, among the crowd we see the Pharisees were there. And the Pharisees, they were not shouting, they were not singing, they were not waving palm branches, they were not laying their cloaks down, they were not kneeling down in front of Jesus. And they least bother about Jesus to identify themselves with him. And they are very hard-hearted, they are stiff-necked, how many miracles Jesus performed, how many amazing things he had done, how many powerful preaching he preached, nothing is going to melt their hearts. They are going to remain hard-hearted. They are going to remain stubborn. And in the same way, there are people today, they go to church just because they are there, they have to be there. And just because their parents dragged them out, and just because their spouse or friend compelled them to be there, they sit and they sit and stand over there, arms folded, and but in their heart is completely closed. And number three, in the crowd, there were some curious people, and they were they could be called seekers. In fact, they may not be knowing about Jesus, and when they saw the crowd chanting. When they saw the crowd acclaiming, Hosanna, King of David. And they also chorusly joined the crowd and singing and praising Jesus. And they had not heard about Jesus, but they were seeking for the Messiah. They were seeking for the arrival of the Redeemer to come to redeem the humanity. And even today, there are people who seek Jesus. There are people who seek God and they see in others and they follow Jesus. And people seek they sincerely Jesus through their scripture study, through their Bible lessons, RCAA lessons, Christ his parish, and so on. They sincerely with dedication they seek Jesus. And among the crowd, the fourth. One is the committed people. And there were 12 disciples, let us leave aside Judas, and there were 11 disciples, they were called by Jesus. And when the procession began, Jesus was in Bethany, and the following day, Jesus was going to Bethany. You know, in Bethany, Mary, Martha, Lazarus. And Lazarus, he died, and Jesus raised him, and Jesus raised him from death. And Lazarus and the family was being touched by Jesus. And no doubt, Mary Magdalene, from whom Jesus cast out seven demons. And she was the one, she was standing at the foot of the cross, and she was the one, she witnessed the risen Jesus, the first one saw the risen Jesus on the tomb. And definitely she was also one among the crowd. And There could be many, many more of Jesus' disciples and many people who know, heard his teaching had accompanied him. And this was the crowd committed to Jesus. And they were touched by Jesus and they were called by Jesus and their life was completely transformed and through the contact of Jesus, through the relationship with Jesus, and they were strong and determined to follow Jesus. Jesus. And my dear friends, and all over the world, there are believers, and in our church also we believers, with their whole heart, heart and soul, they follow Jesus. They, re- they knew that, they, they realized that they were called by God, and their life is transformed by his, their, their relationship with Jesus, and they constantly experience his grace in their lives, and his amazing Everlasting guidance in their lives so they dedicated themselves to Jesus and my dear friends now and Jesus entry into Jerusalem and Jesus he died for us on the cross and Jesus the Redeemer that's what the second reading said and all the tongue will say Jesus our Savior and all the knees will kneel down in front of Jesus. And that commitment and we need to have Jesus because Jesus died for us and his entry into Jerusalem going to lead into his death and his passion, death and resurrection. So my dear friends, and as Jesus the Redeemer, he is taking the risk of giving his life in order to redeem the humanity, in order to redeem us from the clutches of sin, from the slavery of sin. And may we have a deeper commitment, may we sincerely and wholeheartedly with our whole heart and soul follow him. And may this, the Holy Week, be a blessing to us and be a good time for us to bear testimony to God's amazing love that was manifested on Mount Calvary. Amen.